guys, it's me, your big sister Tasha, back at it again with episode 4. If you are new here, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, there are three more before this, so feel free to listen to those two. <laughs> Hello everybody, I hope you are all doing well. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about the pressures um, and expectations that you might have um, in terms of, you know, coming up to your 30s. Um, I know personally, there are a lot of things that I feel pressured to do and achieve, I don't know why that was such a long pause, um, by the time I'm 30. So just as a disclaimer, by the way, 30 is not an old like age at all. I just do think that there is, it's quite a significant chapter of your life, I think, turning 30. Um, I say that because I feel like, although technically you're an adult in your 20s, it's like the 30 day free trial to it. Um, it's like, yeah, technically you're an adult, but it, not really at the same time it's like you kind of you kind of have the freedom that being an adult gives in terms of you know money and being able to afford you know experiences nights out whatever but still having the responsibilities of a teenager now again this is just a generalization on what kind of I think um like, don't get me wrong, I have friends who had kids when they were teenagers in the early 20s. Um, so obviously that's that's super different to how I would perceive my 20s to be because obviously I, I don't have children and all that. Um, but yeah, so the reason why this conversation has kind of popped up was because, okay, so I am 27 turning 28 this year, whereas my boyfriend Ben, he is 29 turning 30 this year. Now, if you don't know us, I am Miss Overthinker, everything has to be planned, um, I am just, I'm, I'm a control freak, and Ben is very aware of this, that I need to make sure that everything is planned and you know, kind of prepared for so I can mitigate anything that might go wrong, um, like I said, a control freak, whereas... Ben, just not a worry in his life, never met anyone who is more like chill and he just, it's not that he doesn't care, he just has this amazing like outlook of what will happen will happen, I just work hard and see what happens there and you know, if this is what I have now, I'm happy with it, he's very, he's just very grateful and doesn't like to dwell on negative things whereas I am here negative Nancy um just you know worrying about everything so I asked him do you think you are where you're supposed to be at 30 so career-wise I think you know Ben absolutely loves his job it's a job that pays well it's with a company that he you know has wanted to work for for a long time so in that regard I understand why he is happy with that but I did say to him, I was like, you know, you, you're very broody. He actually is way more broody than I am. Um, and you want, you know, did you think you were going to have kids before you're 30? And that's the only one that he's a bit like, I know I want to have kids soon, but I know that you've got your own things to do too. And we're not going to have kids when only one of us is ready. It has to be when both of us is ready. Both of us are ready, sorry. And, you know, so 
that's that's pretty much the only aspect where he's a bit like mm. you know with you know with regard to marriage he knows that I need to I say I need to it's just something that I have for myself but I would like to be married before I have kids that's kind of like a non-negotiable for me and he is aware of that and you know we we have very open conversations about the future um and then I ask him about you know did you want to buy a house first and he's like look at the end of the day it's really difficult to get on a property ladder if you don't really have much help um we kind of came from households where we had outgrown our homes um where you know whereby it was either a a small room or you'd have to share a room with a sibling so you know we we end up renting and it is very difficult to save whilst renting although we are lucky enough now where financially we are in a position where we could save a little bit as well as um still rent and you know we've got a nice three-bedroom house with a garden um in a very great location very close to our parents homes that we're happy in but you know I always ask him but that's different like what about actually buying a house um and, you know, that's another thing where he's like, I just don't think about it too much. You know, it's definitely something that we are planning to do and we are working towards. But what's the point of dwelling over that? Because you're not going to wake up tomorrow with like 15 grand in your, you know, bank account or whatever. So I think I just need to take a leaf out of his book. But yeah, so we we kind of, you know, spoke about it with each other. And then I I was kind of like, I want to really discuss this because... I have a feeling that everybody who I can ask will say one of four things, at least, if not all four, um, that the biggest pressures that they face now as like, you know, late 20s coming into their 30s, or even just the expectations that they had for this age would be that they would be married or engaged already, they'd have kids, or like they would own their own home, or you know, they're not where they want to be career wise. So those were the four things that I think people get really like hung up on in terms of when they're kind of entering into their 30s. And me personally, I completely agree with all of that. Um, some definitely outweigh the others. Um, for example, if I had to put it in in an order, I would definitely say that the thing that I worry the most about would be where I am in my career, followed by being married and then having kids and then owning a home's pretty much like at the bottom of the ladder. Now, you know, I, that's just me personally. Um, so I thought, let me hop on the gram and see what people have to say. So I put up a story that basically just asked um, anybody who was in their mid-20s to their late 20s or, you know, people who are fresh into their 30s or just have been past their 30s, really, um, what were some, like, expectations that they had for that time of their life and what are or were the biggest pressures that they felt during that kind of like time of their life now it was really interesting because like I just said I just listed that I just listed the four things that I had felt for myself and I think a lot of people would relate to obviously there'll be you know other things as well um but those were the big four that I kind of felt um and then funnily enough when I asked that question First of all, I have never received as many responses to anything that I've posted until this question, which kind of shows that, you know, 
we're all in this together and yeah kind of just like looking through what everybody said it is you know expecting um to have your first kid by the time you're like 26 and feeling the pressures of saving up for a home, you know, owning your own home, people asking you when are you buying a house, when are you having kids, pressure of being married with kids and be a homeowner. Someone said that they think the biggest pressure for them was that they don't want children, That sorry, that they do want children, but they don't yet feel ready. But other than that, they have no regrets, no pressures, and they're looking forward to seeing what their 30s bring, which I think is amazing. And um, someone said getting married and having kids, but still never ready owning my own house, being a grown-up in general. Someone said, I'm in my 30s now, but back then I thought I'd be married and have kids by 30, owning my own house. So, yeah, like I said, I, well, like I predicted, um, three of the four things that I brought up were the answers to everyone's questions or, you know, some some sort of mix of the three. But I was really intrigued to see that no one actually commented about their career now that makes me happy because that goes to show that you know the people who responded to me they're happy with where they are and I love that for them so I thought I would kind of just talk through those four and you know how I deal with the pressures that those you know four things bring um and hopefully you guys can kind of relate or whatever but we can discuss it anyway so the first thing that I want to talk about would be the pressures of, you know, career, job, all of that stuff. So obviously everybody is going to be different, um, but I'm just going to be able to talk on how my situation is and how I deal with that. So I am in a very competitive area of work, which is law. Um, it's it's all I've wanted to do for I mean, like, ever since forever, really. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I never went through that, you know, unsure on what I want to do in my life. Um, This is what I know, and this is what I like doing, and this is my career. This is my career path. Now, there was an initial opportunity that was presented to me um, back when I was about 23, so early 20s, that would have meant that I would have qualified by now. Um... But that opportunity was actually just traumatic, if like for a lack of a better word, and obviously that didn't prevail. And although I would have loved to have been qualified by now, I could never have thrived in that environment. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I don't really like to dwell too much about it. Um, but it was just, yeah, it was just not the right place for me. It wasn't for me that was all it was and I know that it is sad because that was supposed to be like the opportunity of a lifetime but at the same time knowing the circumstances back then everything happens for a reason and it wasn't for me and I just had to accept that it took a while and I grieved it but I thought well I'm only 23 I've got plenty of time not a problem Fast forward to 27 year old me, I've just started a new job at a new firm and you know it's it's a great firm, they really encourage you to learn and you know people really kind of mentor you and trust you with the with the job and you know that if they see that you are willing to work hard or that you're just you know enthusiastic and you want to learn more they they take that and they're like okay 
let's let's reward that um but is it the is it a role that I want to be in like take away the job is my role the job that I wish I was in right now in my late 20s no of course not because I wanted to be qualified by now and I still need to find a way to do that and I'm working towards it and I'm hoping that one day it will present itself to me but for a long time it was a really really big like issue for me it caused many sleepless nights and panic attacks and like honestly like just depression in general like it just it it was killing me that I wasn't where I was supposed to be and I had to really sit there and be like right why why am I so sad because I have a job that allows me to use what I've gone to university for I'm only in my 20s what am I actually sad about and I realized that wasn't like a once in a lifetime opportunity that will present itself to me again when it's my time and I just have to really believe that when it's your time it's your time and that applies with so much this time that sounded like death but you know if something is meant to be for you it will be for you like all you can really do is work hard and I am a huge believer in you reap what you sow so for me all I can really focus on is working hard you know getting the experience learning and just getting myself out there and if you work hard enough something's going to happen and that job will work for you and you know I think I just had to keep doing what I was doing of there's my goal this is what I need to achieve but I need I but I needed to take away the the time the time limit that I was trying to put on myself because what was that going to do nothing apart from just stress myself out more and I started resenting law as a career because I just thought well it's not happening so I'm not going to do that then that's just a waste of time and the minute that I decided that nope I am not putting a time limit on that for me was the minute that I realized this is still what I want to do and like I said if it's for me it will come and I'm a major believer of that so if you're like me and you just worry that you're not where you're supposed to be do not give yourself a time but also do not give up. I know it's kind of nice with some goals to have like a like a deadline because then you can really work hard into getting that. But when the odds aren't always in your favor or this isn't something that only you can deal with. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to, but it's not like it's just 100% on you to achieve this. You know, it's, it's, it's something that relies on so many factors that some of them are just if not most of them are just kind of beyond your control but just keep working hard keep working at it and you will get seen and someone will look at you look at your potential and just say do you know what I want to take that person on and that person and that company or whatever is going to help you achieve what you want to achieve and you'll get there it doesn't matter if you get there in your 20s in your 30s it doesn't matter like as long as you get there that's that's the most important part. So the next thing is actually probably the most touchy out of the four of them, but it's getting engaged or getting married. Now, okay, I have been in a relationship for nearly six years, and Ben and I have lived together for like five of that, Um, and he's my best friend. We know we'll marry each other 
not a doubt in the world about it. That's my soulmate. It is what it is. Does it bother me, though, that I'm not engaged yet? If I'm going to be completely honest with you... Okay, it's 80% no and 20% yes. 80% no because I had to sit there and actually think, right, okay, are you excited to be engaged? Or are you excited to be married? Or are you excited for the marriage? Those are three very different things there. I think, you know, if if you're just your standard girl out there, if you're going to sit there and tell me that, no, it's not the engagement, it's not the wedding, it's the marriage that I'm looking forward to, you're a liar. <laughs> you are. I'm calling you out right now. You are a fat liar because, right, now hear me out, you are excited for that ring because I promise you now, like, I can bet you any money right now that at one point you have actually hinted or even told your other half exactly what you want, you know, you're gonna tell him, if you don't like princess cut, you're gonna bring up like, oh, I really don't like princess cuts, you know, like, that wasn't information that he needed to know outside of proposing to you, so let's be real, every single, I say every single girl, again, I'm generalizing, but I am surrounded by straight white girls in straight couples, so whatever, but Every bitch that wants a ring around her finger is going to show that off. It's going to go on Instagram a billion times. You know, it's going to be shown off all over social media. And do you know what? Do you? Like, I would I would 100% do the same. Like, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all. But don't pretend that that's not something you're looking forward to. So, of course, getting engaged is an exciting thing. But that's not the bit that bothers me about, you know, this whole aspect everybody has their own timeline and then you have someone like me who's been in a relationship for nearly six years lived with her boyfriend for basically that whole time and we're not engaged and I know my relationship is is not going to be any less because we're not married and what I'm trying to get at here is that of course it's going to bother you sometimes like I know it does bother me sometimes because I I just I just want to start that chapter and that's all it is is because one of my non-negotiables is that I'm married and, you know, we can't obviously be that traditional if we've been living together before marriage, like, shame on us, but, um, yeah, like, I think it's more just wanting to start that chapter rather than the whole idea of being engaged and stuff like that, and also, what, like, what little girl didn't dream about her wedding day, like, what little girl didn't know what wedding dress she wanted to wear, you know, like, just, it's, it's your, it's, I'm that, typical girl that's like you know decided what her wedding's going to look like has dreamed of it dreamed dreamt of it ever since she was little (laughs) that's me so of course those are things that I look forward to but those aren't the things that bother me about not being married at this point I think it's just more like the pressure of other people thinking that that's what you should be doing at this point to be completely honest and yeah no like for me at the end of the day whether Ben's my husband or not, we are each other's partners and he is my soulmate, he is my best friend, we have a great family with my dog, and sorry, our dog, um, and yeah, like, it's, it's not going to change much, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't feel the pressures of it and, you know, therefore it triggers me being like, we need to get married soon, like, 
I'm only human and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and get on my high horse about it. I'm just trying to be real with you. And all I'm saying is it's okay to feel that pressure and it's okay to want to do that. It's okay to be a little impatient because, like I said, because everyone's got a different timeline, that also involves you as a separate person to your partner. So you, as long as you can find a nice compromise and know that you're both heading the right way and you've got that soulmate, you've got that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, you're already lucky, you're already halfway there. So, you know, don't stress too much about it. But then if you do, you're not a, you're not a villain for it. Just Just remember that. So now I wanted to kind of move on to the big C word, children. <laughs> so, okay, this one's a bit of a touchy one because I do feel that you shouldn't just willy-nilly ask people um, when they're having kids um, because I think I think people are a lot more aware of it now, but you know, there is a big risk that you are asking someone who may be experiencing difficulties with conceiving or um, doesn't want kids in general or, you know, just suffered a miscarriage that nobody knew of. Like, there's so many instances where that question would just trigger very horrible feelings um, from someone. And so I always feel like unless someone brings it up and all of that, I feel like it's not really anyone's business to be asking that. But yeah, I don't think it's a question that people should just be blurting out because I just think it's insensitive. But anyway, moving on from that, um, personally, I am very confident because I, I don't know what to say confident because both Ben and I really, 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 really want big families. Like, you know, as far as we're concerned, if you sat us down and said, like, what do you want to achieve in your life? Of course, we want to have a nice home. We want to have great jobs. We want to have, like, you know, kind of the greatest experiences and holidays, of course, all those things. But in the grand scheme of things, if you ask us, what did we want? What do we want, sorry? It's to just have as many children as we can <laughs> like and I don't know what it is like we always joke okay we'll have five sons one maybe two daughters and then if we've got enough money and space we should adopt two and you know we just want to <laughs> have good jobs that pay as well so that we can afford to have kids and you know if I didn't want to think about preparing for children we would have had kids a long time ago you know just if it was just for the sake of having kids we would have done it a long time ago but I really want to make sure that a I am mentally financially emotionally prepared to have children and also I want to make like memories that is just Ben and I like we've got a dog and it's so hard to differentiate just Ben and I away from Ash like she is now like just our life so everything Ben and I do or say or whatever is Ash related and you know don't get me wrong like we love her that's why but we know that okay we need to calm down and also like I want to do things for myself like when you have kids you're not number one anymore like 
I know a lot of people say that you should still be number one, but I, you know, I know so many mums and they absolutely adore their children. Like that's number one for them. And you know what? If that was me, I would, I would be exactly the same. And so I want to achieve certain things for myself. I want to do certain things with Ben and I want to set us up first before we can then open that chapter of our lives. Um, But, you know, I'm very lucky because Ben and I are very open about what our future plans are. We are both very much on the same track. And I always wondered what I would do if I was with Ben and we never really talked about kids that much or whatever. And I found out that he didn't want to have any kids or he only wanted one um, because I've been dead set that I will have so many children. (laughs) Like, would that have affected our relationship and truthfully it's that important to me that if Ben told me he didn't want children with me not just with me hopefully just in general (laughs) like wants to marry me but only wants children with someone else no um if he told me that he didn't want to have children at all there's a 80% chance that I would probably have just said that we have to be realistic here and finish it if I'm going to be just blunt like that, obviously it's not going to be that easy, is it? But, you know, I think it would be something that would lead to that, to be completely honest. But like I said, I'm very lucky that we're in the same boat with children. So, you know, we look forward to that whenever that comes. But, you know, I think just don't feel pressured to have kids for the sake of it. There is so much like that you need to like have and do and prepare for kids I feel like because I've seen so many people like in my life like family and friends who have children and you know the sacrifices that they have to make and I want to be ready to be happy to sacrifice those things you know and I think when you have kids it's just going to come you know naturally for you but you know, it's, it's a difficult one. I'm not a mum, so it's really hard. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's the pressure of it because everyone's like, you should have a kid now. And then throw in the fact that I envy my friends who had kids early because they've got such a long time with their kids. Whereas, you know, the, old, the older I get, the, the more I'm like, oh my God, that's less time that I'd spend with my kids. But just trying to be realistic here. I need to, you know, Ben and I need to get our shit together first and then we can just pop out babies like, like little pez like those sweet dispensers um but yeah now the thing that came up quite a lot that for some reason is kind of on the bottom of my list is owning my own house um like I said Ben and I rent and we have rented you know for five years and realistically we know that we will have our own home one day because we are now in a position where we're, okay, we're saving up and we're, we're making progress towards that goal. But unless you have, you know, like a big inheritance go your way, you win the lottery or, you know, you get some help or you have, you have money of some sort, it's really difficult to go on a property ladder. You know, if you, if you don't have a great job that doesn't pay much or whatever, it, it's, it's difficult, you know. All you have to do is look at the statistics of how much, you know, wages have increased, like, in relation to how house prices have increased. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it doesn't help that we live in quite um, an expensive area as well. Like, it's it's really difficult. But at the same time, 
I, okay, right. So I used to really, really beat myself up about moving out when we did. And um, we were actually thinking of whether it was a possibility to move back home just before the pandemic happened because we were going to renew our contract in January um, and we had to know by January whether we were going to do it and we bottled it last minute and said no let's just let's just bite the bullet and just carry on renting and luckily we did because you know we love our families but at the same time like having your own space when you were like working from home and all that it was whew, it was a blessing but you get you, you get friends who have bought houses and you just you just feel so happy for them because you know how difficult it is to get there but everyone's circumstances are different and I think the stigma on rent on like you know how it gets looked down upon like I literally had someone come up to me as a joke once um it said that they were renting so they didn't have a mortgage and this girl who just bought a house was like oh the renting and I was just like okay bitch no joking and and I was kind of like, oh. And that's when I realised, oh, so renting is, like, frowned upon for some reason? Um, okay, fine. And you know what? Fuck them. Like, people that say that, like, you know, oh, you rent? Oh, okay, well, we've just bought... This. It's like... Just... Uh, there is nothing wrong with renting, okay? And this is what really pisses me off because, like I said, we're lucky because we're making steps towards buying a house kind of, like as as far as saving kind of goes but if someone can't afford to do all of that that doesn't make them a lesser person because they've chosen to rent so if you're the kind of person who buys a house and then shits on everyone that rents like I've got a problem with that like I've got a fucking problem with that because I've had so many people be like oh but like like but the thing's renting like it's not really yours is it? it's just a waste of money is it a waste of money though like I can't afford to do that and I didn't want to share a room with my little sister when we're both like you know grown-ass adults <laughs> like I'm a rent and I'm not gonna feel like shamed because I'm renting like and honestly I just I just wanted to say this out loud because I know that there are people who listen to me who do rent and I bet you you get the same snark like snarky comments about like how because you're renting you're basically like just wasting your money and all that and it's just like honestly just don't listen to them they're you know they're lucky that they are in that position they might have worked hard for that money but regardless they are lucky to be able to be in that position you know you got dealt different cards to them and you have sat there and taken what you've got and made the most out of it I commend that so that's why it's it's like at the bottom of my list because it's going to happen when it happens at the end of the day this might not <laughs> this house that we live in sorry might not be our house on paper but it's our home it's our home it's decorated the way we want it it's where Ben and I make memories with Ash and our friends and our family it's our home you can move us you know like we've lived in some weird random places you know our first flat basement flat in Brighton that was our home the random flat inside a fish shop upstairs that was our home the room upstairs of the pub that was our home like this is our home and when they say home is where the heart is that's that's what I mean as long as you've got a happy home it might not be our house but it's our happy home so 
yeah, sorry to go off on a bit of a rant there, but you know, I've just, I'm just so sick of people saying the same thing about, about all of that, but I'm just so sick of people, um, looking down on people who rent, but anyway, on a much more useful and brighter note, um, Ben and I are planning to kind of buy a house maybe in the next few years, you know, we've got stuff to sort out, like I've got student debt that I need to pay off and I'm making a dent in it and financial freedom is what the next two years is all about for us right now, um, but we will buy a house and we're gonna buy that when we can afford it and at the end of the day, like, if you're, just, just save like a little bit at a time and look into the kind of ices that you can get um that can help you with you know kind of obtaining that house and getting a mortgage and stuff you know just just don't get disheartened just keep doing what you can just save a little bit at a time save whatever you can whether it's five pound ten pound a month it doesn't matter save what you can um and you will get there so those were basically the four big things that people said they felt kind of pressured on and and all of that but there's also like little things that I think I worry about such as um what do we call it like like missed opportunities that sounds really bad but you know like quote unquote missed opportunities so things such as traveling Ben and I have only really been out of the country once together um, in the last nearly six years we had two holidays planned before the pandemic happened and so yeah we didn't get to do that obviously um, but I always think I want to travel a little bit more and do that with Ben and do the holidays that I don't really want to bring kids out <laughs> um, now so that all the fun bits like going to Disneyland we can do when we have kids and and all that good stuff, but, um, yeah, like, I just want to make more memories where it's just the two of us, and I want to save up, like I just mentioned, I will probably do, like, a whole other episode on this, because I've been super into it, but it's just financial freedom in general, so I want to save up, I want to be debt-free, and, you know, we've kind of worked it out that within the next two years, we would both be debt-free because we have quite a lot of debt just from, you know, like me with my student loans and all of that. Um, but within two years, we can do that and also have an emergency fund, you know, like we're being so much more financially, like, savvy in terms of our budgeting, um, creating sinking funds. Um, so I really want to be, like, well-versed in, like, the financial health is what they call it, financial health, um, so that I can pass it on to my kids, and I can, I can start them off right, and I don't want to bring debts into that chapter of my life, and I'm trying to make sure that by the time I'm 30, I'm free, and it's, it's a thing of my 20s, I want to be 30 year old with no debt, and leave all of that behind so that's kind of like what our goal is at the moment um but like I said I will probably do like a whole episode on that because I just I've just been reading and listening to so many podcasts and doing so much research on it and I just yeah it's it's great but um apart from that as well just partying in general like Ben and I love a drink so we want to be able to just be like do you want know let's go to the pub or let's go meet our friends like for drinks or do you want to stay out this weekend like the, I feel like the spontaneous, spontaneity, is that what it is? 
basically like being spontaneous and just being like, yeah, let's just do this. And then not having to be like, oh, I can't do that because I don't have a babysitter or, oh, we can't, we can't just, we can't just go and go to the pub all night if we wanted to because I've got a child or like, you know, I have to get babysitter. Like, I don't want to worry about that yet. (laughs) So we're gonna, we're gonna rejoice in our, I don't want to say freedom, but yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and then we can make up for it later on when we have kids. But for now, we we enjoy the spontaneity. I'm just going to use that word and hope that that's right. Um, of just being able to do whatever we want. And, you know, I just don't want to... I don't know. I think that's the big part of me. Like, what I also like, 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 what I think about in terms of turning 30 I just don't want to feel like I've missed things and it's not really about turning 30 it's just that I associate turning 30 with being married and having children um so who knows I might be making like a entering your 40s episode where I'm still talking about the same things but because I associate my 30s with being a proper adult I just don't want to regret not doing certain things when I could because it's not like you can be like, oh, I'll just leave my kids with my mum and dad for three weeks while Ben and I go gallivant around for, like, three weeks, whatever. But I think it's really important that you do a lot for yourself first and you make a list. I have a 30 before 30 list and I'm doing well. I'm I'm doing well and I've still got a couple of years, but I'm doing well. But I made that 30 before 30 list because I wanted to sit there and be like, right, okay, these are things that I want to do for myself before I have to think about other people first um and it sounds selfish but this is your most you know this is the best time to be selfish before you have children and you can just do all of this for you and I think it's always like a good thing and if I tick off everything that I've put on my 30 before 30 list then I will also feel like I I almost feel like well I've done all that I wanted to achieve within that time that might be a bit more difficult to do when I've got other responsibilities um so yeah that might be something to do I'll think I I was thinking of like kind of sharing it um as a YouTube video on my channel but there's certain things that are a bit personal so I won't include them in there but the majority of them are pretty like just open so I might do a little video um just kind of going through that really But yeah, so my advice to you, for all you future 30-year-olds out there, people my age who are feeling pressures, even people who are, you know, in their 30s now and are still feeling these pressures, like, my advice is to just remember that everyone has their own timeline and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And so just enjoy it and feel free to tell people to shut up too if they keep being like oh my god I can't believe you're still not having kids or I can't believe you're still not married feel free to tell these people to shut up especially those that are like ill you rent feel free to tell them to shut up <laughs> but apart from that um just just do whatever you want to do and don't give yourself such an unrealistic you know deadline because like I said if it's for you it's gonna be for you like no matter what you do so on that note, I hope you guys 
found this episode insightful somehow and yeah I had a great time just chit-chatting with you this is my longest episode yet because I think this was one that was quite um I don't know like I I've definitely felt this episode personally <laughs> so yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this um and I'll see you guys on my next episode bye